Have you ever been somewhere and seen somebody pretending to be something they are not? Posers, fakers, wannabes, whatever the term you might use or you've heard, that's what they are. Let's make sure that we're not them. Stay with me as we talk today about not imitating things in the world, but learning to imitate Jesus. Plant a seed in my soul, water me, let it grow, strengthen me from above, staying rooted in your love. Plant a seed. Well, high school students, I want to thank you for tuning back in today as we talk today about imitators, imitating, faking, being posers, whatever. That's the word that was used when I was in high school for somebody that pretended to do something that they really didn't. Like, for example, kids that dressed up in skate clothes and maybe they carried a skateboard around, but they didn't skate. They were a poser. Uh, People who dressed like a surfer but didn't surf. I mean, I went to Newport Harbor High School, so I mean, the school was filled with people who actually did surf, who actually skated, but then there was those that didn't and pretended to be something that they were not. And I think in in today's world, things are just the same as they were when I was in high school. People pretend to be stuff and people that they're not. As a matter of fact, that's almost become, like in today's world, it's almost become glorified that you become this cosplay kind of person and you actually take on this fake persona and you live that. And really, as Christians, we need to be careful that we don't do that. Now, I mentioned recently in one of our studies, you know, if you have an Instagram, for example, that your parents know you have, and then you create a fake Instagram that your parents don't know you have, my challenging question is to you, which one's the real you? Most likely the fake one is the real you because that's where you say and express what you really think. And then you have one for your parents that they can see or certain friends that they can see and you have a completely different persona on there. These things should not be a part of a Christian's life. So listen to me as I read a couple of verses to you and we work through the progression of this, okay? So if you have a Bible near you, would you open it to 3 John verse 11? That's 3 John verse 11. Listen to what John writes here. He says, Beloved, which I think is such a great and endearing way to start out. Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. So don't imitate what's evil, but what's good. So imitating evil, anybody can do that. Most people do that, right? But imitating what is good, that is not always so easy. Doing the right thing. By the way, this isn't thinking the right thing only. I mean, that's where it starts. But then those thoughts, they have to be put into actions. So do what's good. Don't imitate evil. Look, as a Christian, a born-again Christian, I'm no longer of the world. So I'm not supposed to live any longer like the world. Not supposed to imitate the world. Now, I'm not talking about like, okay, I like wearing Abercrombie and Fitch, or I like wearing Vans, or I like wearing, uh, I have an Oakley shirt on today, you know, uh, whatever. I'm not talking about your clothing, but if you dress to imitate some superstar, then I would say that's imitating. Not the brand of clothing, 
but maybe you're wearing the same exact outfit that your your favorite hip hop artist wears uh, or whatever. And so don't imitate what is evil. Imitate what's good. Okay. Now, fit, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, that's 1 Corinthians 15, 33 says, do not be deceived. Listen to what Paul writes here. Evil company corrupts good habits. So if you're around people that are doing the wrong things, most likely you're going to join in at some point in time. And that's what this means. Don't be deceived. Don't think that you can hang around with the world and not start acting like the world. You know, if you were to move to another part of our country where there's maybe a thick accent, it wouldn't take very long before you began to pick up that accent. I seem to do that much easier than other people. Within minutes, I start picking up an accent of people that I'm around that have an accent. So it's very easy to do. But in order to not stand out, you might actually start dressing like them. You know, like here, I might dress like a surfer. But if I moved back east somewhere or up north where everybody was ranchers, and in order to not stand out, I might change the way I dress a little bit in order to blend in a little bit more. You'd say, well, then you're being fake. No, I don't think in that sense, I would just be, I just don't want to stand out like a sore thumb maybe. But if I did it because I'm trying to get people to like me, you see there's a different motivation there. So we need to be careful. So much in the same way that we might take on that with our clothing or with our talk, we can do it with our behavior. We start hanging around people who are doing things, gossiping, vaping, drinking, whatever it is, looking at pornography. The temptation is to join along with them. It's much easier for them to drag us into it than it is for us to drag them into righteousness when they're practicing those things. So there's got to be a clear time and place if we're going to hang out with the world, which we, we've got to be able to be around unbelievers for them to come to know Jesus. So if I'm going to do that, I need to do it in an environment where I won't be tempted to be pulled into their sin. So, for example, I'm not going to go hang out with someone who's not a believer at a bar because there's too much temptation. Not only that, but is this appearance of evil as a pastor. It wouldn't be good for me to go sit in a bar somewhere just because I'm trying to win someone to Jesus. But I could say, hey, why don't we go meet up and have coffee? You know, there's other ways and, and places that I can have an influence in their life without me being tempted to slide into something that I shouldn't do. Now, here's a couple of closing verses. Psalm chapter 34, verse 14. Here, the psalmist writes, depart from evil and do good. So there's got to be a leaving of that former life. And then listen to what he says, seek peace and pursue it. So the active pursuit of things has to be what's good and true and noble and praiseworthy, okay, according to Philippians 4.8. And so going back to 3 John 11, don't imitate what is evil, but imitate what is good. Why? Because when I imitate what is good, I will begin to do it. I mean, it just becomes a part of my life. First, you're learning how to do it by imitation, but then it becomes a habit and a part of your life. So rather than, you know, stuffing your mind with worldly stuff all the time, imitate people who read their Bible all the time. And I don't know, I'm not saying like someone that, and I don't think anybody does this, but someone that sits 24-7 and that's all they do is read their Bible and they don't do anything else. That's obviously not what I'm talking about. But um, as Jesus said, follow me, what was he saying to the disciples? 
Deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. Jesus is saying, go and, and follow me, come and follow me and do what I do. So they began to imitate Jesus. Later on in Antioch, we read this in the book of Acts, they, they were previously of the way and they were first called Christians. Now, the word Christian wasn't originally like a good thing. It was to say, you little Jesus imitator, you little wannabe, you're trying to be like Jesus. Well, the reality is, is that's exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be like Jesus. And so I want to imitate people that I see acting like Jesus. Last, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 11, Timothy is told by Paul, but you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. Okay, these are all characteristics of the, the life of the believer. Righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness, which are fruits of the Spirit found in Galatians chapter 5. Those are things that we do and things that we're known by. The Bible says even a child is known by his doings. You know a kid that's like a little brat? They're undisciplined. They act up. You take them out in public and they're screaming their head off and drawing attention to you. It's like kind of annoying, right? And then people know, oh, that child is undisciplined or that child's known by this or somebody that lies all the time. They're known to be a liar. So here's what I want as we wrap up. What are you known by? When people think of you or when they think of your name or when they think of my name, what do they think? I mean, I want, and, and I'm not human, so I'm constantly growing and changing and trying to be more like Jesus. So I would hope that I'm closer to Jesus today than I was 25 years ago. I believe that I am much closer to Jesus and much more like Jesus than I was 25 years ago. But I think I still have a long ways to go until God's done with me and takes me home. And so I want to just challenge you not to imitate what is evil, but what is good. Hang in there. I know it's hard, but that's why we have the Holy Spirit and we have each other. We can meet together at church, learn and grow. And listen, if you're having a hard time imitating what is good, maybe it's just that you're not around the right people. You know, you don't have to ditch your friends, but maybe you need to make some new friends. Maybe some friends that are more interested in growing closer to Jesus than the ones that you currently have, because that's really going to be the way that you grow. And that's what I found in my life. I have to surround myself by, with people that are like-minded and want to grow closer to Christ. And when I do, it challenges me, you know, like we do in so many other things. You know, if you're a skater, you're constantly challenging your, your friends with tricks. If you're a musician, you're constantly being challenged by other people that are better than you. If you're an athlete, the same is true. Think about it. In everything in life, there's always a challenge to be better, to be stronger, to be faster, uh, to be more on, on key or on note or whatever it is. So that's for the Christian what we need to make our goal, to imitate what is good and not what is evil. Thanks for tuning in. We'd love to hear from you guys. Don't forget, you can always email us at hsgrounded at calvarycch.org. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get questions from you that we can answer on our podcast here and on our V-blog. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time. Plant a seed.